Welcome to Truth in the Word with Pastor Jim Newsom. Join us today as we allow the Word of God to be a lamp unto our feet and a light into our path. Now here's your host, Pastor Jim Newsom. Yes, good morning. This is Pastor Jim News, and this is Truth in the Word on Biblical News uh, Report Radio. It's the 10th day of October 2018. We're broadcasting to you today from North Central, West Virginia. Going to continue on today after a lapse of a week, which I apologize for. Um, John chapter 5, beginning with verse 17. Uh, Jesus equal to God, witnesses of the Father that he came to do what the Father sent him to do. He said, I come not to do my will. I come to do the will of the one that sent me. But before we do, let's go to prayer. Precious Heavenly Father, we just lift up your holy and righteous name today. But you said all members shall be drawn. We're going to preach your word. But you said we'll not come back void. We'll do that what you sent it to do. And we ask you for your anointing and your power, that your revelation will be on this word today that it not be of flesh and blood, but always be of your spirit. You know, every individual is going to hear this word today, and we ask you to touch a mind, body, soul, and spirit, save souls, deliver, and set free. In Jesus' holy and righteous name we pray, amen and amen. <clears throat> John chapter 5, uh, verse 17, we talked last week, or week before, I believe, about uh, the man who Jesus touched at the pool of Bethesda, he was starting to aggravate the uh, religious crowd, the Pharisees, the ones in charge of the temple. And um, they were pretty mad at him, according to what the Word of God says, because he uh, healed this particular man on the Sabbath, and because this man was not supposed to carry his bed on the Sabbath, which is uh, man-made rules. Jesus Christ is the Sabbath. Uh, he is our rest. Sabbath means uh, the rest of God. So we're going to continue on this week, and Jesus is going to speak the rest of this chapter. And he's going to say some, uh, uh, in the world lingo, uh, some pretty heavy things concerning himself and, and why why he came to earth. Why was, why was Jesus manifested? Well, the Bible says he was manifested to destroy the works of the devil. Um, he came to do such a thing. The Bible declares that he was a, he is the mediator between God and man, and that's the man Christ Jesus. He was, the Word of God says, slain from the foundation of the world. He was always the plan of God to redeem man back to himself. The Bible says all have sinned to come short of the glory of God. All of us need a Savior and his Savior today is Jesus Christ. Once again, stressing the fact that he is Lord. And there's none above him, and neither will there ever be. And the Bible declares he's coming back. The same Jesus which you see ascending when like manner will descend. He's coming back. And the word of God says after his church, after which will be a thousand year, uh, I'm sorry, seven year tribulation period, the last three and a half being the worst. And then after that, after the battle of Armageddon, the, 
the great millennial period where Jesus Christ will rule from Jerusalem with a rod of iron for one thousand years, by which the Bible declares that Satan will be bound for that particular time. His influence will be pulled from the earth at that particular time. Um, What a glorious time that will be. So we begin today in verse 17. And uh, let's read verse 16. And therefore did the Jews persecute Jesus and sought to slay him. Of course, they will eventually, but uh, it's not time yet. Everything's in God's timing. Uh, God is not uh, bound by time, but he certainly does control time. God is an eternal God. Uh, he created time for his own purposes and own reasons. And sought, they sought to slay him because he had done these things on the Sabbath. In other words, he had broken their religious traditions, broken their religious traditions, and he was very, very, very upset about that, or they were, I should say. The verse, verse, verse 17 says, but Jesus answered them, listen to what he says, my father worketh hitherto, and I work. He says, I am the total representative which he was God in the flesh, of what the will of the Father is and will be and always has been. He says, my Father worketh hitherto, and I work. So here he says two things. He said he claims equality with God. And he also claims that he was God. The very work of the Father and the Son was to deliver, listen, mankind, Physically, or spiritually, or both, which brought the uh, uh, the true Sabbath to the soul of man for which it was originally intended. Jesus Christ is the rest. He is our rest. The Bible says that we shouldn't ignore that rest unless we let it, unless it pass away from us and come out of our grasp. So. Uh, the Bible declares if you need rest, that Jesus is the rest. If you need peace, and everybody does, Jesus is your peace. So verse 18, let's go to John chapter 9, verse 4 first. And he says, I must, I must the works of him that sent me. Listen, while it is day or while the timing of God is at hand, the night cometh when no man can work. Now, we're living in a world from observation that clearly points to the coming of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. The signs of the times are upon us. Iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall grow cold. Wickedness and ungodliness and the denial of Jesus Christ as being the Son of God, the uh, attempt to to uh, 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 group him in with every other religion, every other ism and system, which the Bible says he stands far, head and shoulders above every... Listen, he's God. He's Lord. He's going to rule. He's King of kings and Lord of lords. So the Jews... The word of God says, sought 
the more, in other words, they were already wanting to kill him. Now their uh, uh, anger and their jealousy, or whatever you want to call it, was was uh, coming to a fever pitch. Therefore, the Jews, verse eighteen, John five, sought the more to kill him, because he not only had broken. Now listen, he not only had broken the Sabbath. Okay, that was bad enough. But what he had, but said also that God was his father. <laughs> making himself equal with God. Now, they claim to know God. But Jesus always refuted that. He said, if you actually know God, then you have not have a problem with me because I am the Father incarnate. I am God in the flesh. I am the Son of the living God. He says, you claim to be children of Abraham, but he says, yet before Abraham was, I am. And he sought, the Bible says, Abraham uh, 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 longed to see the day or this particular day because Abraham knew of the Messiah. He knew through what God had taught him on his time on earth of the fact that Jesus Christ was coming. So, but they didn't recognize him, and they certainly did not receive him. So they sought to kill him even, even more. John eleven fifty three. then from that day forth they took counsel together for to put him to death. So Jesus didn't, didn't disclaim the charges because uh, he certainly did make himself equal with God, with all rights and privileges, because he was God. But yet he was man. He was the incarnation of God the Father. And every right, every right to claim equality with God the Father. And the Bible says, he says, by the Father's right hand, right, even now as we speak, equal with God, as is the Holy Ghost. They're all God in one person. John five nineteen. Then answered Jesus and said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Listen, the Son could do nothing of himself, but what he seeth the Father do. For what things soever he doeth, these also doeth the Son likewise. So this proclaims the humanity of Christ, okay, the Son of the living God in flesh, and for a time and a season, he's giving up the expression of his deity, but never losing possession of it. <laughs> he, was, he was God. He was God. But yet he walked as a man. He was led by the Holy Spirit. His ministry was completely controlled by the Holy Spirit. He was completely compliant and obedient. He says, for the anointing of the Lord is upon me. The Bible says uh, uh, that, that God's Spirit was given him without measure. He was full of the Holy Ghost. So he operated in the same Spirit that me and you operate in, which is the Holy Spirit. He was baptized in the same Spirit 
<clears throat> that born born again believers they are baptized in, which is the Holy Ghost. He didn't need salvation because he needed to be saved because he was God, but yet he was baptized in the Holy Ghost. Baptized in the Spirit of God, which like there again, he was God. In John three thirty five, the Father loveth the Son and hath given all things into his hands. The Bible says we are heirs and joint heirs with Jesus Christ. Uh, he says, he says, uh, submit to me, come unto me. He says, obey me, and and the Father and myself will come in and sup with you, take up abode in you. John six thirty eight. For I am come down from heaven not to do mine own will, but the will of Him that sent me. There again, pointing out His uh, 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 equality with God. John fifteen verse nine. As the Father hath loved me, so if I loved you, continue you in my love. Verse 10, if you keep my commandments, you shall abide in my love, even as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. Verse 11, these things have I spoken unto you that, you, that my joy might remain in you and that your joy might be full. The Bible says the joy of the Lord is our strength. Joy when 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 we shouldn't have joy. Peace when we shouldn't have peace. In the middle of a chaotic world, having a song says, a blessed assurance that Jesus is mine and yours. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. That he come to give hope and salvation and healing and deliverance. To set the captives free. The word of God says to open the prison doors to those that are bound. John 5.20 For the Father loves the Son and showeth him all things and himself doeth and he will show him greater works than these than ye may marvel. It's plainly says that everything Jesus did is that which the Father told him to do. He was in complete compliance. He was completely obedient Unto God the Father, he was a true son. Verse 21. For as the Father raiseth up the dead and quickeneth them, even so the Son quickeneth whom he will. Now, the word quickeneth there means to live, to give life. Jesus said, I have come that you might have what? Life, Zoe, the God kind of life, and have it more abundantly. John 10, this is what he says. This is the reason. That he came to give men, those that will receive him, those that will accept him, those that will invite him into their heart and in their life, those that repent of their sins. So it proclaims the fact that uh, the truth of the coming resurrection of life, which God the Father raised Jesus Christ by the quickening spirit, the same spirit that dwells in me and you today. The quickening, the life-giving spirit, the breath of God. John 2.19 says, Jesus answered and said to them, Destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. That that really threw them into a loop. They went, what? It took years to build this temple. How in the world is he going to destroy it and raise it up in three days? They had no idea. What he was talking about. He was talking about himself. He was the Messiah. 
they were looking for, but yet they did not see. John 5, 22. For the Father judgeth no man. Now, listen to this. The Father judgeth no man, but hath committed all judgment unto the Son. So who's the judge? <laughs> huh? When John saw the Lord in his glorified state, hair like wool, feet like brass, eyes like fire, and out of his mouth proceeds the, a two-edged sword, which is the word of God. When Isaiah saw uh, the Lord high and lifted up and his chain filled the temple in Isaiah chapter 6, this is the judge. The Bible declares there's two judgments. The judgment seat of Christ, the famous seat by which the saints of God will be judged for their motives and where the word of God declares they will receive their crowns. And then there's the great white throne, my Lord, where we don't want to be at. It's the judgment of condemnation. Where the words, the final words will be, depart from me, ye workers of iniquity, because I knew you not. The Bible says whose names were not written in the Lamb's book of life. Matthew eleven twenty seven said, All things are delivered unto me of my Father. And no man knoweth the Son, but the Father, neither doth any man. The Father save the Son, and he to whomsoever the Son will reveal him. Christ is the Savior today, sitting in the brother right hand of the Father. And in the future, he will be the judge, or tomorrow, if you want to call it that. He is the one that's going to judge, according to what the Word of God says. He says that all have been committed, all judgment have been committed unto the Son. Verse 23, that all men should honor the Son, even as they honor the Father. He that honoreth not the Son... Honor not the Father, which have sent him. So if you don't receive Christ, then you don't receive the Father. In Hebrews chapter 2, verse 6 through 9, the writer says, But one in a certain place testifies, saying, What is man that thou art mindful of him, or the son of man? Thou visit him, according to the book of Psalms. Thou madest him a little lower than the angels. Thou crownest him with glory and honor, and didst set him over the works of thy hands. Thou hast put, listen, all things in subjection under his feet, personal pronoun, meaning Jesus Christ, for in that he put all in subjection under him, he left nothing that is not put under him. But now we see not yet all things put under him. But we see Jesus, who was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death, crowned with glory and honor, that he, by the grace of God, should taste death for every man. His sacrificial work on the cross. He's the mediator between God and man, but he is the soon coming judge and king. Future. Not now. The Bible declares that Satan is the God of this earth for a time and for a season. Second Corinthians four four. For the God of this world have blinded the minds of the people. John 5:24 Verily, verily, I say unto you, that he that heareth my word and believeth on him that sent me, listen now, this has to be, this is pertinent to salvation, 
hath everlasting life and shall not come unto condemnation, but is passed from death into life. So salvation comes through accepting Jesus Christ. The world doesn't care about you talking about that generic God, so to speak, but name the name of Jesus and people get upset. That's because he's Lord. He's King of Kings. He is the Son of the living God and the Savior of the world. John 3.16, For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth on him should not perish, but have everlasting life. John 3.18, He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already, because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. So Christ took all the condemnation, bore all the sin at the cross. We are cleansed by the blood of the Lamb. What can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. John 5:25. Verily, verily, I say unto you, the hour is coming, and now is, when the dead, listen, shall hear the voice of the Son of God, and they that, they that, they that hear shall live. Those are those that die in Christ, that have accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, acknowledging his sonship, his kingship, his heirship, acknowledging he's the Savior, acknowledging he went to the cross, laid in a grave for three days, on the third day resurrected, appeared unto many, the Bible says, ascended, and in like manner will descend, sitting by the right hand of the Father right now, making intercession for me and you. So it's refers to people being saved, coming from spiritual death to spiritual life. Also refers to the coming resurrection life when all the saints will be resurrected. Study First Corinthians chapter fifteen, where Paul wrote that death has no sting, and the grave, <laughs> my Lord, has no victory. Amen. That's what the Word of God says. For He He overcame death, hell. And the grave took it into captivity, the Bible says. Philippians 1.21 says, For to me to live is Christ, and to die is to gain. Paul wrote that. He was completely, completely, completely consumed by the Son of the living God, the one he preached against until that glorious day on the road to Damascus where Jesus showed up, and Paul was never, ever the same. John 5.26 for as the Father hath life in himself, he hath, so hath he given to the Son to have life in himself. This refers to God as being the uh, fountain of life, the creator of life. He's the, the ultimate source of life. So, so the Lord, the Lord Jesus saying that, that he's the source of life, the source of truth, the ultimate source exactly as the Father. So he claims his deity one more time, that he is God. Amen. Colossians 119, for it pleased the Father that in him should all fullness dwell. Psalms 36, 9, for with thee is the fountain of life. In thy light shall we see light. All good things the Bible says come down from the Father of lights. Jesus Christ is the light of the world. John 5, 27. And hath given him, listen, <clears throat> listen, very important, 
given him authority, I might say all authority, to execute judgment also because he is the Son of Man. Okay, and this speaks of the judgment seat of Christ, which will be for what? The believers, and also the great white throne, which we talked about, which will be for the unsaved. He has all authority to judge. He has all authority to appoint the destination of our eternal spirits to wherever it might be. That's the choices that we have made while we live on this earth. Choose you this day whom you will serve. Verse 28, marvel not at this, for the hour is coming in which all that are in the graves shall hear his voice. So the Father hath given him all authority. John 5, 22, for the Father judgeth no man, but hath committed all judgment unto the Son. We, we just read that. Psalms 2, verse 6 through 9, yet have I set my king upon the holy hill of Zion. I will declare the decree of the Lord, have said unto me, thou art my son, this day have I begotten thee, ask of me, and I shall give thee the heathen for thine heritage, and the innermost parts of the earth for thy possession. Thou shalt break them in a with a rod of iron and shall dash them to pieces like a potter's vessel. This shows the conquering Christ that's coming back to earth, which, by the way, he will take this earth back by force. For the kingdom of God suffered violence, but the violent will take it by force. Man, man's just not going to give up their pseudo-reign on this earth. See, He's going to pry their hands off of this earth, and he's going to set up his kingdom. Psalms 110.1, The Lord said unto my Lord, Set thou by my right hand until I make thine enemies thy footstool. Psalms 110, verse 2, The Lord shall send the rod of thy strength out of Zion. Rule thou in the midst of thine enemies. Psalms 110, 6, He shall judge and run the heathen. He shall fill the places with the dead bodies. He shall wound the heads over many countries. What's going to happen at the Battle of Armageddon? Who's coming back at the Battle of Armageddon? I will declare upon a white horse. Hmm? Not the babe in a manger, but the glorified Christ, the conquering king, which is Jesus Christ. That's who, by the way, is already conquered. He's just coming back to establish. Okay. Acts ten forty two, and he commanded us to preach unto the people and to testify that it is he which was ordained of God to be the judge of quick and the dead. Who? Who's gonna be the judge? The Bible clearly states Jesus Christ. Acts 17.31, because he hath appointed a day in which he will judge the world in, in righteousness by that man whom he hath ordained, whereof he hath given assurance unto all men in that he hath raised him from the dead. Who was raised from the dead? Jesus Christ. The Bible declares he's the first fruits or the first fruit of the dead. 1 Corinthians 15.25, for he must reign till he hath put all Enemies under his feet. Ephesians 1, verse 22, 23. When he wrought in Christ, he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places. Listen. Far above all principality and power and might and dominion, that every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come, and have put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church. Who's the head of the church? Not deacon boards, but Jesus Christ, which his body and the fullness of him that filleth all in all. 
1 Peter 3.22, who is going into heaven is on the right hand of God, angels and authorities and powers being made subject unto him. Because he is the son of man. Daniel 7.13, I saw in the night visions, behold, one like the son of man came with the clouds of heaven and came to the ancient of days and they brought him near before him. Daniel 7.14, and there was given, listen, him, Jesus Christ, Daniel speaking of Christ, the glory and the kingdom, that all people, my Lord, and nations and languages should serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion which shall not pass away, and his kingdom that which shall not be destroyed. Philippians 2.7, but made himself of no reputation, and took upon him the form of a serpent, and was like into likeness of men. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross, whereby God also hath highly exalted him, given him a name which is above every name, that at that name of Jesus every knee shall bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Hebrews chapter 2, verse 7. Through nine thou madest him a little lower than the angels. Thou crownest him with glory and honor, and didst set him over the works of thy hands. And hast put all things in subjection under his feet, for in that he put all subjection under he left nothing that is not put under him. But now we see not all things put under but see Jesus, who was made a little lower than the angels of suffering, and hath crowned him with glory and honor, that he may, by the grace of God, should taste that for every man. We've read that before. But who's, who's king? Who's judge? Who's Lord? Who's equal with God? Jesus Christ. Marvel not, verse 28. For the hour is coming, verse 5, I mean, John 5, 28. For the hour is coming in which all that are in the grave shall hear his voice. <clears throat> so, scripture after scripture after scripture proving the fact that he is Lord, Job said in Job 19.25, For know my Redeemer liveth, and he shall stand in the latter day upon the earth. That's just Job, the old, probably the oldest book in the Bible, spoke of Jesus Christ. Are you listening to me? Spoke of Jesus Christ. John 11.25, Jesus said in her, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he Live Isaiah twenty six nineteen. Thy dead men shall live together with my dead body, and shall they arise, awake and sing, ye that dwell in the dust. For thy dew is as the dew of herbs, and the earth shall cast out the dead. In scripture after scripture after scripture. I've got somebody in here. I can't read them all this morning. Hosea thirteen fourteen. I will ransom them from the power of the grave. <laughs> I will redeem them from death. O death. I will be thy plagues, O grave, I will be thy destruction. Repentance shall be hid from thine eyes. Paul wrote, O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? Study 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Read verses 42 through 54. Study. The Bible says, Study, show yourself to prove a workman that needeth not to be ashamed. John 5, 29. And shall come forth, they that have done good, Listen now, unto the resurrection of life. Now, this, this clearly points out the future for mankind. 
Those that have done good, listen, unto the resurrection of life, and they that have done evil unto the resurrection of damnation. Everybody's going to be resurrected. But not everybody unto life. Verse 30. Verse 30. And I can of my own self do nothing. Once again, pointing back to the Father. As I hear, I judge. My judgment is just. Because I seek not mine own, but the will of the Father which hath sent me. He's talking about the first resurrection up there. He's talking about, he's talking about the uh, 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 the judgment seat of Christ. Talking about the great white throne. Jesus Christ is the judge. Daniel said in Daniel twelve two, and many of them that sleep in the dust of the earth shall wake. Some to everlasting life and some to the shame and everlasting contempt. Daniel twelve three, and they that be wise shall shall shine as the brightness of the firmament, and they that turn many to righteousness as stars forever and ever. Scripture after scripture after scripture, proving who he is. Acts twenty four fifteen, and have hope toward God, which they themselves also out there shall be a resurrection of the dead. Both of the just and the unjust, the sea shall give up our dead. The word of God said, "We we are eternal. Our physical body is for a time, for a season, but the inner man, the eternal being, the eternal spirit, will live forever somewhere in a constant state of mind, according to what the word of God says." John five thirty. Let's read First Peter three eleven. Let him eschew evil and do good. Let him seek peace and ensue it. Hebrews thirteen sixteen. But to do good and to communicate, forget not, for with such sacrifices God is well pleased. How do we do good? Not in ourselves. There's only one good, and that's the Father. Jesus said that Himself. All good things come from the Father of lights. God has given us an opportunity to live forever, to have eternal life. Eternal bliss, eternal glory. John five thirty. I can of my own self do nothing as I hear. I judge my judgment is just because I seek not mine own will, but the will of the Father which have sent me. In his humanity, he received all the authority from God the Father. Isaiah fifty and four said. The Lord God hath given me the tongue of the learned that I should know how to speak a word in season to him that is weary. He waketh morning by morning. He waketh mine ear to hear as the learned. And he says of myself, I can do nothing. John, uh, John 5, 19, then answered Jesus. And then I say unto you, the son can do nothing of himself, but he, what, what he seeth the father do for what things soever he doeth. These also doeth the Son likewise. John fourteen ten. Believest thou not that I am in the Father, and the Father in me? The words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me. He doeth the works. He says, listen, he says, he says I judge. There again, I judge. John 8, 15, ye judge after the flesh. He said, I judge no man. John 8, 16, and yet if I judge, my judgment is true. For I am not alone, but I and the Father has sent me. The scripture at the scripture at the scripture. Psalms ninety six thirteen before the Lord 
before the Lord, for he cometh, for he cometh to judge the earth. He shall judge the world with righteousness and the people with this truth. So think about this this morning. Who's the judge? Who's the judge? Matthew twenty six thirty nine, And he went a little further and fell on his face and prayed, So, Father, if it be possible that this cup pass from me, nevertheless, I, not as I will, but as thou wilt. It shows the, completely, the, 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 the complete submission to God the Son, from God the Son to God the Father. If I bear witness to myself, my witness is not true. In John eight thirteen, the Pharisees therefore said unto him, Thou bearest record of thyself, thy record is not true. <laughs> John eight fourteen, Jesus answered, said unto them, Though I bear record of myself, yet my record is true, for I know whence I came and whither I go, but ye cannot tell whence I come or whither I go. No, you, you have no idea who I am. No idea whatsoever. Verse 32, John 5, 32, there's another that beareth witness of me, and I know that the witness which he witnessed of me is true. Is true. Matthew three seventeen, and lo, a voice from heaven is saying, this is my beloved son, in whom I am well pleased. <clears throat> so we're going to quit there for today. We'll take up tomorrow given the opportunity to, uh, around verse around verse 31. But this shows the deity of Christ, the humanity of Christ, and him being equal with God. And he's the judge. He is all in all. All things are by him and for him. All, by, all power and dominion has been given unto him, all things in heaven and earth and all things below the earth. Jesus Christ is Lord. Do you know the Lord today? Have you confessed with your mouth? Have you believed in your heart that God Almighty raised him from the grave? Have you repented of your sins? Have you come unto him? He says, you are heavy laden and I will give you rest. If you're heavy laden in labor, I will give you rest. Do a study of John 5. Do study of the whole chapter, but that but where Jesus is speaking from chapter seventeen on, it's who he is. He's the soon coming king, king of kings and lord of lords. He's still saving, he's still healing, he's still delivering, he's still setting free. He's pouring out his spirit, the Bible says, upon all flesh. He sent the Holy Ghost that should lead us and guide us into all truth and all righteousness. We are led by the Spirit of God. Those that are led by the Spirit of God are the sons of God. And the Bible says that we're sons of God. When I say sons, I mean sons, daughters. Then the Holy Ghost will lead us and guide us into all truth and all, <clears throat> all righteousness. Father, we thank you, Lord, for your Spirit. And you said where your Spirit is, there's liberty. Now, God, you know every individual that's going to hear this broadcast today. You see every need in their lives. You see every battle they're fighting, every infirmity that's on their lives. 
every bit of confusion, every bit of doubt, every bit of pain, every bit of sorrow, my Lord. We ask you today, Lord, that you lift them up, that you reveal yourself unto them in a mighty way, and they would accept you, and they would receive you unto themselves. Impress upon them that you are the way, that you are the truth, and you are the life, the only way, the only truth, and the only life. You said by your stripes we are healed. You were chastised for our peace of mind and bruised for our iniquities. And we thank you today in Jesus' holy and righteous name what you've done. And we do believe, Lord, that you're coming back, and you're coming back soon. And, Lord, you are equal with the Father, and you will rule someday with a rod of iron completely upon this earth. And the scepter shall not depart from Jerusalem or or from the tribe of Judah. And we believe that today. And we thank you. In Jesus' holy and righteous name we pray. Amen and amen. God bless till next time. Bye.